1: Welcome back to 755 is Real. I'm David O'Brien, Braze Writer for The Athletic with my co-host, Eric O'Flaherty. We're early. I hope you guys got on here early. We're usually a few minutes late. We're early. What's up, Eric?
2: Not much, man. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. We got a a hell of a guest today. Yeah, we do. I know a lot of people wanted to talk to Andrew, wanted Andrew on the podcast uh, around Hall of Fame time, but uh, we're fortunate with the timing now, especially since uh, I saw a couple of lists that came out regarding his son drew and so we'll get into that a little bit too and uh and uh what's going on with this with his kid man who's gonna try to uh fill dad's shoes at some point <laughs> got some pretty big shoes to fill
3: uh andrew how you doing man i'm doing good man thank you thank you for having me guys yeah
1: thank you for coming on what uh this must be kind of crazy for you to have a son that's so far along here now is being named the number one prospect, and at least at the high school level. I don't know about overall, but uh, what's that like for a guy that didn't I mean, go to I, high
3: school? <laughs> well, I mean, it's I mean, good for ball him in high school. I mean, it's good for him. I mean, I don't know how baseball is in high school, but um, he looked like he's having fun, and that's all that matters. I mean, you know, uh, if the kids love the game and he's going out there to have fun every day, um, I'm full. I'm full for it. How'd you get him into baseball? Was he you was, just watching you? He, you know, I think as a little kid, when you go to dinner, you know, um, you know, you're trying to have a nice dinner when you go into a nice crowd, um, so the kids don't be talking too much on the table or trying to be fussy. I <laughs> uh, put some of my video highlights in and just let him watch it. And really, he he he, he been watching that since he was three or four years old. So. Um, you know, he always had a lot for the game, and um, you know, I never, never push him into it. I never um, told him, you know this and that. I told him one thing: I told him, just go out there and have fun. And the day that you're not know, having fun, you know, you should not be playing it. So um, I know, it, it, you know, it, it's a long, long run for him. But um, you know, it's it, you know, you're gonna have some struggle, and you have to deal with it. But um, the main thing is just go out there and have fun, and and he's doing it.
1: So you went. You obviously went the international free agency route. You didn't play high school ball. That's what I. What's what I meant. So you were playing, like in the in, in the rookie ball level and all that at age 16, 17 and all that. Mm-hmm. When he's going to high school. So mm-hmm. are you able to relate to what he's doing though? Because you've watched him play travel ball and all that. So you got a good idea of grasp um, of what's
3: going on. Well, I mean, he, he's like I said, he's enjoying it. He's learning everything. I mean, he had like a bunch of different coaches that help him um, through. Through his um, travel ball and and high school, um, we get Jeff Jeff blouser to come out to the field uh, quite a few times and talk with him about you know game situation and stuff like that. And um, you know I talk with him a little bit too about you know approach and and, and a bunch of different stuff. So um, you know only thing I want him to do you know going through high school and and especially his last year of high school just go out there and have fun. And I think he have a good mindset with what he want. And um, you know it's just Go out there and trying to help the team win, and you know this game is all about you want to win, and and it, it sucks losing, um, <laughs> but somebody somebody gotta gotta win and somebody gotta lose. So um, you know you're trying to go out there and and win Moore's game than you can. He's up at Wesleyan in Norcross, he said, right? Yes, sir. He's um at Westland uh, last year of his uh, high school. So um, we'll see what where where they they're going to end up this year. I know last year they came, they came short um, in the state, Um, but um, you know, they're pushing to get back there again this year.
1: Now, when you come to a game or something, Andrew, did you have to tell the coach initially? It's like, dude, don't be intimidated by me. (laughs) Just do your thing. And I mean, the coach has got to be a little bit like,
3: (laughs) no, no, I think, I think the coach been there for a long time. I mean, he has coached a bunch of great kids that end up signing professional. So, um, uh-huh. you know it, it, it it's good he's he, you know he's actually a really good coach I mean he asked me a bunch of questions he asked me a bunch of time to just come in and and talk with the kids and give them some of my knowledge and and um and just the kids just to to have fun so um you know he, he you know he listened to you know Jeff bloster that that have a kid there too um that uh-huh. is cooper Bow that um you know he go out there and, and help him with the infield and and give him some knowledge about the game so um, the coach listening. and I just wanted to stay away. Uh, I don't like to be in the way of anything. Uh, um, I just go out there and sit in the outfield and watch the game, and when the game is over, I just like to say, good game, or what I saw that he did wrong.
1: So the coach never said, can you come down to this today and work with the outfielders for an hour or so? He's never asked you that? Um,
3: yeah, I did. I did. I, I, I go to practice uh, once in a while. I think uh-huh. I go to practice like once a week. Um, depends what, what kind of um, things they got going on. Um, I, I go and you know, if it's base running that day or whatever, we talk about base running. If it's the cutoff relays, we talk about some of the stuff. Um, so, you know, if it's outfield, uh, go out there and, and work with them a little bit on that. So, um, you know, they do have a great coaching staff there that help the kids and, and give them the, the right guidance to to um to to be successful in a, in a high school baseball.
1: Does Andrew get to does Drew get to wear one of your gold gloves that had gold on the uh, the <laughs> stitching and all that?
3: I think I think he was using it for a long time. I think he, he just retired that glove, I think, for some reason. I, I asked him about it. I say the other day, I asked him, I say, are you gonna go with the Rollins or are you gonna go with Wilson? I you know, I know I start with Wilson for the longest and I had a couple of the gloves that Rollins gave me, trying to get me to go to Rollins, but um I give him that glove and he's been using it I think he'd been using it for five years already. So I think it's getting pretty weird out. So um how often do you switch your gloves? I know I, try, I, I i i try not to i yeah i think I, I went i went the longest with my glove you know i was like world wise world Wise yeah. was trying to stitch his glove together <laughs> to to keep playing with it so um i kept i kept my main glove for a long time and then uh slowly start breaking another one in through, through the years because when you go to the spring training they give you a million glove every year yeah, so, yeah. and you're going to end up playing with the same one uh, every year. So, um, you slowly break some on, and then you might give somebody a glove that want to have some, or you give some to the minor league so they can, you know, they can have something good from, you know, some pop, somebody that they idolize or somebody that just gave them a glove. So, um, it's just, it's just trying to stay with the glove for the longest. I mean, the more, the more, the more softer they get, the better they get. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's the best.
1: Um, His kid, your your son, he goes by Drew, but his name is Andrew. I assume his name is Andrew, or yeah, his
3: name is Andrew Nicholas Jones. Is he the second Andrew the second, or did you guys? No, we didn't. He don't have my middle name, so he just. (laughs) I got you. I I didn't know if you
1: guys consciously decided. Let's not put that on the kid. You know, let's let him go by Drew. I (laughs) I, I,
3: I wanted. I wanted to have his own his own journey. I mean, right. I, you know, it's it, it's tough when, you know, I see so many of the kids that play now, their dads has played in in, in in the major league and and so I've been successful in the major league. Um, you know, it's so much pressure on him because they get so much more attention than and than others. But um I just want him to have his own journey. I mean, have his own own life and he have a good idea what he wants. He's a smart kid. Um um, you know, race right. So um, I'm looking forward to what he's going to do in the future. I mean, you know, uh, I, I read something that he he commented out today in with some news. Um, you know, he's not worried about Vanderbilt. He's not worried about the draft. He's just worried about trying to win a, chamber, a state championship with his school team. So, um, you know, I, I like those stuff that, you know, all you want to do is concentrate on one thing and let the other one let into the when it happened.
1: What. Uh... I got the perfect game scouting organizations, 2021 national showcase report on him right here. Tell me if any of this has changed or you disagree with any of it. They go, Mm -hmm. they say Andrew Jones is a 2022 outfielder right-handed pitcher with a 6'3", 180 pound frame from Sewanee, Georgia, who attends Westland, long and lean athletic build, strong, but still very projectable. 6.31 runner in the 60, has outstanding defensive actions in the outfield, glides to the ball with advanced footwork and athleticism, plenty of arm strength with online carry and plus accuracy, pure center field tools. Also took drills in the infield and looked comfortable and athletic there as well. Right handed hitter, easy low tension swing, didn't get that from dad, with plus bat speed and plenty of impact on contact. contact. Polished hitter who can drive the ball to all fields. Projects as a hitter as he gets stronger, especially in his lower half. Good student, verbal commitment to Vanderbilt.
3: Well, it Pretty sounds new. like a good. It. It's it sounds like a good resume. I wish I had those resumes. <laughs> 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 uh, no, he's he's, he's 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 a really good defender. I I I really don't know where he got it from, but um he he go out there he go out there and and he make he make things happen and, you know I I think since he was like five, six years old, I, I watch him playing in infield and he was trying to be like Edgar Renteria every time when he dive on the, on the ground and catch the ball and throw the <laughs> ball up on his knee. And I was like, where does kids get this from? And, you know, obviously you've been watching baseball. So, um, you know, you always, was like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm like Edgar Renteria. So, you know, I thought it was a, a really good shortstop growing, you know, growing out through that age. And, um, obviously he's very comfortable playing outfield, but, um, you know, I think he can. He can do. He can do whatever you want. I mean, he's he's a good athlete. And he pitches some about ninety. he pitched too, and um, uh, you know, me and 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 his mom don't like that much. I mean, more of hers than <laughs> anything because she's like, I don't want you to damage your arm yeah. pitching. But um, you know, it's it's his decision, and um, if you want to do that, go go that way, and then help his team, you know, any way he can. You know, I, go ahead. I mean, all I'm going to do is support you and tell you, you know, what's right or what's wrong.
1: So he em- emulated Edgar Renteria on the shortstop. Does he emulate you by playing about a hundred feet behind second base or fifty feet behind second base?
3: <laughs> <laughs> or- so, 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 sometimes, sometimes I'm really scared that he's playing too shallow. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you, you. You know, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get burned with this aluminum bat, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But um, um, no, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I really. He just has his own thing. To be honest, with he has his his own mindset, his own character. He 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 knows what he want to do, and um, you know, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of of, of 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 you know what he become so far, and I'm looking forward for his future what, and and whatever decision he makes. He
1: looks like he runs like you, kind of glides like you, a little bit different body build, a little taller, a little leaner. Is that pretty? I
3: mean, I, I, I'm sure it was that. I'm sure. I'm sure I was that lean when I was (laughs) exactly Um, exactly. Good. Good food make you gain some weight as you go. You know, (laughs) playing the major league early. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, by by the age we were probably the same kind of player. I mean, um, you know, lean, glide, run, run pretty good. Um, You know what? You know how to steal. So um, I mean, it's hard to not. You know, I, I can see. Why, you know, every people are so high about him, because you know, I, I think he, you know, he he's got all the right tools then and, and, and he just have a good knowledge about the game. So um I'm I'm proud of him. What, you know, what he mean become.
1: All right. So be honest. Do you ever talk to him about what you were doing at age 18? If he starts to get kind of listens to the hype and gets a little big for his britches, do you ever say, you know what I did at 18?
3: <laughs> and, um, he, I, I, I'm, I'm sure he knows very well. Uh, he, he, you know, he have people that, um, you know, everybody's like, hey, you know, and you know, you, you think you're gonna be better than your dad, and he's like, well, my dad was in the in, in the pro at my age, so I don't know if I'm gonna be better than him, but I'm I'm a, I'm a trying to have my own life. So, yeah. that's, you know, that's those are things that I like about him. He, he's got, you know, he's got his own character. He's got his own mind, and you know, I'm 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 just. Fully aware of you know trying to push him as as, as far as I can push him
1: were you at were you at low a making at 18 and then 19 the year you made it went through no. all three levels or
3: no uh 18, 18 I started in A ball and I turned 19 right. in April so um around this time spring training I was still 18 and then um when I went to uh, Durham yeah um, I turned I turned eight, 19 in Durham and then I played through the whole minor league to the, to the major league. I got you. So at age 18, you were at
1: low A Macon for that season. You hit 278, 372 OBP in 139 games, 41 doubles, 5 triples, 25 omers, 100 ribbies, and 56 stolen bases <clears throat> in 139 games at Macon.
3: Yeah. I think I was as 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 lean as him by that time.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. so, so the next year, like you said, you started out uh, in high A. Mm-hmm. And you went three levels, kind of like what, uh, kind of like what uh, Acuna did that year. That he went, but you went high a Durham. You hit 313, 17 homers, a thousand twenty four OPS in sixty six games. Then got promoted to double A and then to triple A. And the crazy thing is, you hit better in double A AA and triple A than you did at Durham, even though you had a thousand twenty four OPS at Durham.
3: Yeah. Uh, be honest with you, that year I was kind of mad. Be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie, I was mad. Um, you know, I, we were trying – we had a really good team. We were trying to win a championship there. We had West Ham. We had Run Wright. We had a great team, um, you know. At Durham? At, at, at Durham. Man. And when we went to the All-Star game, he came back. They were like uh, – I'm gonna promote you to double a and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i was kind of happy because i was gonna go up to double a and and, and you know i was gonna play with a with a uh, with simon from curacao and a couple other guys that was very close with them through the through spring training um, uh-huh. but when i get when i got there the first week week a struggle i struggle I, I, I couldn't buy a hit i was screaming everything and i remember jeff cox come to me go Hey, come to my room. I want to talk with you for a little bit. So we went to this room and we talked. It was like, <laughs> I know I know you're going to try to make everybody think that you belong here, um, but you cannot swing yourself into, in, into belong here. You have to be patient. And I started getting walks and install bases here and there. And then I went to, like, I think 17 hitting streak, and I think I was getting hit every day, I mean, two, three every day. So I think I – The last day that I broke my hitting streak, I got called off to AAA.
1: Man, I was going to say, if you started slow there, you must have got hot because, Jesus, you were at your 38 games in AA. You hit three sixty nine, Damn. 432 OBP, 11.07 OPS, and 38 games in AA Greenville before you got promoted again.
3: Yeah, I think I didn't get a hit in the first maybe 10 games. I'm not going to lie. And then after that, I went like 17 or 20 game hitting streak, and I had like maybe two, three hits every day.
1: Wow. So then you go to Durham, or you go to uh, Richmond, I mean, AAA, and you hit 378 with an 822 slugging percentage. (laughs) And you were only there 12 games. Basically, you forced them, kind of like Riley did a couple years ago, you basically forced them to get you up at the big league level.
3: I don't know if I forced them, but I think they had the plan already what they wanted to do. And I think, you know, know, the front office and Bobby, Bobby knew who we were going to face in – as going far into the World Series or into Uh the playoff. I mean, um, you know, the team was such a left-handed dominated and they wanted to get more right-handed in the lineup. So um, I think they knew what's going on. And I remember talking with my manager in AAA. He, you know, I was playing center field. I come back and he go, hey, today you're going to play right field. I said, I'm not a right fielder. I said, "Well, it's coming from the big office, so you need to play right field." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." So I go play right field. First ball over my head. I'm pissed. I'm like, I'm cussing, I'm, I'm like, I'm pissed. I'm like, come about fireball second base. Second base missed the ball. I could have throw the guy out. I'm pissed. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm just angry. So you know, I play like probably five innings in 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 right field, and then you put me back in center field. <laughs> um, end up hitting a homer. And um, you know, I don't know if we won the game or not. And I went back to the hotel, and then in the, in the morning, they you know, I get a I get a text message from from the trainer. I think it was Lovey was there. Lovey's uh, in AAA. Yeah, he was in AAA. <laughs> um, and he say, "Hey, pack your stuff. You're getting called up." I was like, I'll ah, get out of here! You guys are joking." He was like, "No, seriously, pack your stuff." So I got in the bus. I didn't tell nobody nothing. So I'm just sitting there all quiet, like. They play your prank on me or something, you know. So <laughs> I get there, and they was like, shake my hand and say congratulations. You are going, you fly into to, to Philly. So we are in AAA, we're on the road. I'm wearing shorts and yep. you know, tennis <laughs> shoes and and no collar shirt. I mean you're in triple yeah, <laughs> you go in the big leagues and the big leagues on the road, and you know how Bobby is. You, you gotta wear slacks, collar yep. shirt. Um you know, we gotta wear dress shoes. I'm walking in there, everybody's like, What the hell is this kid walking oh, in there? Man, Dressing like a, <laughs> dressing like a bump. So I was like, Oh my god. So right there, I think at, at, you know, I think we play I gotta call up Saturday and um Sunday we play Sunday day game and we fly out back to Atlanta um after the game. So I didn't play Saturday and I think Eddie gave me a suit that was so big on me. I was just I wear it, and Ed, I think till today, Eddie is like, "You owe me a suit. You owe me a suit." I say, Eddie, both of those suits probably not gonna fit us right now. <laughs> so, um, so I, 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 you know, I wear the suits. I went, we went back to Atlanta after that, but um, you know, it, 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 it was, it was kind of crazy. I mean, it was hard when you were thinking that I was trying to win. Uh, a championship in A ball, and all of a sudden you and the War silly the same year. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" But you know, I, I you know, be, go back to that. I mean, I really didn't think much about anything. Be honestly. I was just yeah. having fun and and go out there and, and 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 play baseball, something that I love to do. So you know, that's the things that I'm trying to pass to yeah. all these young kids. And you know, hey, you know, go out there, just have fun and and enjoy the game because you know, the more you put your mind on it the harder it get
1: just go out there and have fun go three for four with two homers and five rbis and <laughs> game one of the world series man 19. Yeah, just have fun.
3: Yeah. i mean <laughs> hey no, nobody thought i was gonna do it so i just have to go out there and just have fun and, and make it happen um i'm i'm sure they you know they after that they they start putting more attention to me
0: eric let's hear from today's sponsors Andrew, are you at all surprised
1: at uh, at the labor negotiations that has taken this long? Are you still tight enough with enough guys who are playing or active, and at that you kind of knew that it was going to be a grind, that it was going to go right up against it?
3: I'll be honest with you, I I really don't know, man. I'm kind of disappointed on both ways, you know, both sides. I know the players going to have their the, you know agreements they're the stuff that they want the owner's still gonna have their own way to go with it um but I'm, I'm still disappointed i mean you know can we just get it going and get it get it together and and you know stop playing mouse and cat or whatever um you know the owners are making a lot of money and you know the players are making a lot of money now too so um it's just it's just I mean, you know trying to get to to that point, and um you know, I read something i was on I was on vacation, but I read something through the news saying something about that if they you know today was the deadline, right or it was yep. a, Tonight, it, it was night. a joke, so no, it is you know so you know <laughs> it, you know, I don't know what to believe, I and mean, you know there's so many news out there, and there's so many talk, and all oh, it was deadline today, and if we don't get it get it going today. They're yeah. going to shut down the season, right? That's what they say. Right? Uh,
1: they canceled some games at the start. They wouldn't be able to make opening day, according to Manfred. Now, if there's progress today, they could probably push it in another couple of days. But he wants to get a 28 day spring training. Mm-hmm. So to start opening day March 31st, he's given this as the deadline that he came okay. up with. He, okay. So, he
3: came up with it. Not yes, the he problems. did. Not the players, of okay. course. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, you you started 95 or 96, so you were the year after the strike. So you yeah. kind of heard probably back then how pissed off a lot of fans were. Yeah. You probably know that baseball really should not push this with the fans. I mean, because it took a while to get some of those fans back.
3: Well, I mean, uh, you know, I, you know I, I see documentaries, you know, stuff that, you know, people, you know, posted and talk about. We were in the minor league. I was in the minor league, and I'm seeing that, you know, Team was like, screw the players. We're gonna have replacement players, and I was seeing coaches that used to be coached with with yep. the Braves trying to suit up and go out there <laughs> and, and take practice. Yeah, and I was like, what's going on here? What kind of stuff is it? Yeah. You know? So um, it's sad. It's, it's sad. You know, it's sad that we, you know they got to that point. Um, but um, you know, it, it's one of those things. I mean, it's how you know people. You know that's why they have the contract based on you know when the contract is over we got another agreement to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know the baseball is going to continue to grow. Everything is going to keep growing, and you know we're going to see different stuff happen. And um, you know I, I I'm I hope they can come to agreement today, and you know at the end of the day, and um, so we can see spring training. So I can go down there and, and enjoy spring training and watch some yeah. of these guys and get ready yeah. for. For upcoming season, I'm mean, you know I'm so excited that you know we end up winning you know the World Series uh, this past year. Um, so proud of the front half, so proud of the the you know the players that 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 came in and step in and and get the job done. So um, you know it's gonna be interesting. I mean, and, and you know besides this whole lockdown and everything, we you know we we might lose one of one of best players that we ever had in, yeah. in the organization. Yeah. So um, it's 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 a lot of stuff that going on. So um, you know, it's kind of exciting. It's still kind of weird. So um, you know, I still want to see that baseball come back again.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a shame that it happens the year after the Braves won it and the way they won it, when when it was a surprise, nobody was expecting them to when they mm-hmm. lost to Cunha right before the All Star break. Trade for those three guys, everybody steps up and they win it. So they haven't been able to kind of revel in it in the offseason because it's been shut down. Baseball is not making any news. Kind of like when the Nationals won it in 2019
0: mm-hmm. and they didn't
1: have any fans the next year. They couldn't yeah. even raise their banners. It's not going to yeah, be that bad yeah. with the Braves, but it's kind yeah. of – it's a shame. And like trust, you said, you got the trust. Freddy. Trust,
3: trust okay. me, the battery is going to be fine that first day <laughs> of of, of uh, when they they trying to raise that ba- the banner. I mean, yes, I, I have played in the old stadium. I have played in the new stadium. I played World Series in, in both of those stadiums. I've been to this past World Series. That stadium was something different. What is that? It was something like I still talk about. It. I get chills right now. But it was something different there. I mean, those fans—they came out really, really pumped up for the team, and um, that built that built the team up. And um, yeah. you know, I'm so happy that we end up winning it.
1: Yeah, the battery on those World Series nights. Oh my god. They had yeah. to turn
3: people away. It was too crowded. Yeah, they yeah, they closed they, they shut it down. It was <laughs> over capacity. <Yeah>. So um <laughs> yeah. it, it was as I mean I'm so excited. I mean, you know, the city needed that. Um, you know, it's been a long time since, you know, a championship came into Atlanta. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the guys. Well, you
1: alluded to it uh with Freddie. Uh y- as someone who saw Chipper Jones play his entire career here, but you also saw three Hall of Fame pitchers and yourself all leave after getting far better free agent offers elsewhere when it came to that, are you at all surprised that Freddie Freeman was not re-signed before getting to free agency? Like a lot of were.
3: Well, were. Not, not really, to be honest with you, because you know, what happened with Chipper, Chipper kept renewing his contracts, but he was getting that that city discount, yeah. you know, he a was hometown he, he, discount. a hometown discount. I mean, yeah. he was not getting that full, full money that if Chipper wanted to go somewhere he would have get a lot more money than he was making yeah. in Atlanta. So, um, it's up, it's, it's all up to what you want to do. I mean, if you want to, if you want to make your career in one place or, you know, if, if you want to move on, you know, some of us didn't get offer. <laughs> um, I didn't get offer and I'm sure. Um, they offer glavin, maybe they offer Smosey, Um but I think they didn't even offer Smolce what Smolce wanted. To I mean, be honest nah. with you, they didn't even offer Smolce nothing. So I think Smolce was still salty about that a little bit by leaving. And I'm sure those guys didn't want to leave. I mean, we've been here for so long, and and being so successful in one place, um, it's hard to move on and go to a different different place. But um, it happened. I mean, you can see it happen with Brian McCann. Um, he ended yep. up coming yep. back, but. Um, you know, he he had to step step away because you know they were not going to offer him that money. They didn't even offer him close no, to what what close. he wanted. So um, you know, end up as a business. You know, now I see it more as as a front office guy, but still being a baseball player. Um, I see where they're coming from, but um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's it's a business. So you know, I, I hope I hope it work out. I hope it work out that he end up you know, coming back and if it if it don't happen, we have to we have to move on and, and and make things happen.
1: Well they didn't make you an offer, Andrew, but to be fair, you'd only won ten consecutive gold gloves. It's not like you had done you know done. Them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what though, I, I, I think I, I think after that year, um, you know, I didn't finish as strong as I wanted to. I mean, you know, you know, it's not one of, it was one of the, not one of those consistent years that I normally have. Um, if they had to offer me, um, whatever that contract is that you can come back for a year yeah, or whatever, what is it quali- uh,
1: Qualifying offer. Yeah.
3: Offer, I would have took it and come back and, and play one more year and, and, and prepare myself in a, in a, in a better way to, to have a more consistent year than I had before. Um, you know. But all those things, is you can say a lot, you yeah. know, it didn't happen. So, um, you know, you learn from him and then you move on.
1: Are you a, a special assistant now with the Braves or what do you got? I'm, I'm, I'm
3: part of the baseball operation. I got you.
1: Um, I, you know, we talked about Freddie's importance to the organization. Do you think, though, whatever the fan backlash there might be, will a lot of that depend ultimately on whether, you know, the team keeps winning? I mean, if yeah. it goes and they lose... It's obviously going to be a lot of people pissed off. But if he leaves and they keep winning, I don't say they have to win a World Series again, but if they keep winning mm-hmm. and go back, you know, win a pennant or whatever, do you think it'll kind of temper that backlash? Does it all depend ultimately on winning?
3: Uh I'll be honest with you. I don't know. When I left, they, did the Braves win or no? When I left, did they? <laughs> no, there they
1: was re- starting a rebuild, I think.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I was the a <laughs> 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 Maybe I was the one that had to leave so they can start rebuilding.
2: <laughs>
3: well, I, don't I don't think they'll the be rebuilding. Be, be, be honest with you, at this point right now, I don't think the Braves have, you know, they, they're not gonna rebuild in the rebuilding mind. They're in rebuild I mean, mode. They're in win you know, mode, they, right? They they win mode and they got the team, they got the players. And you know, like we say, I think like um um Snickers say in in in, in the news. Um he say you know we lost a tuna and other people step up and 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 did the job and we you know we won the World Series so you know if it, if it, if it happened and I hope it don't happen yeah um, if Freddie end up going somewhere else somebody else needs to step up and 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 take the slack I mean yeah you know people get injuries um, you know people get traded people go go away from free agency team have to just have other people that step up and and, and, and do the job and you know I, i'm seeing i'm excited to see kuna back on on the field i mean i'm I, i'm watching him you know i talked with him before before the lockout um he's getting ready to go back back home and he's he look ready he look excited um you know I've been seeing some film him swinging a bat and um, you know I'm looking forward to see him back on the field and, and see what he can do um, again for for the for the team so anything to happen like like I say you know um, you know I've been there I, when I left you know you know it was tough tough leaving it was you know one of the decisions, it was a business and you know I talked with Sheryl. Charles told me hey we don't have money to to, to bring you back and and I never had a chance to get an offer, like I say. So, um, we'll see how this 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 end up. You know, hopefully, you know, baseball can come back, and we can sign him, and uh, we can go um, trying to go back to back World Series.
1: I mean, I guess if there's only it's a small thing that's good, but if there's anything good about the lockout at all, it does give Acuna a few more weeks to, yeah, so he doesn't rush back, and and also Charlie Morton gives him a couple more weeks to. You know, before yeah i mean
3: I, I i i think this might work a little bit we don't want to like that but i think if everything backed up a little bit we might get a akuna back um on 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 on, on regular season start mm-hmm. if not regular season on, on the season start um if it push back a month or whatever it, it will push back so um you know charlie morton is a big key i mean well i mean the, the guy is a winner I mean I, I can't mate. say much yeah. of him he's just a winner he he know how to win he know how to be that dog you know that dirty dog to go out there and get the job done so you know I, I, I'm I mean I haven't heard anything about, about Soroka but I'm looking forward to get him back I mean imagine we had Sor- Soroka and all those guys and yeah. you know yeah. we started and start rotation it could have been different stories so um, you know, just like you go to the other team, too. I mean, when we end up beating the Dodgers, they didn't have all their full squads either. Right. So, um, you know, when when you got teams like that and you take advantage of them, that's what happened. You end up winning World Series. So you got to take advantage of teams when they don't have their their A team on the field or you just outplay them.
1: Andrew, can you see uh, the wisdom in the strategy of if, if, if they have... If they use uh, Acuna the way they want to use him, he'll be in right field. He's got a great arm. He can throw guys out. But also take a little stress off those legs. As a guy that played his whole career in center, going gap to gap, that makes a pretty big difference, doesn't
3: it? I mean, you know, talking with him, you know, from the beginning, he just don't want to play center field. I mean, I know know the front office know that. I know the coaching staff know that. He just don't want to play center field. But he go out there and play because – I think that's the only position to help the team win. So right. that's why he's doing it, and he want to win. Um, but if you leave it to him, he say, "Put me in right field and let me just play." Yeah. And I yep. think I think if we can do that this upcoming season, yeah, we're gonna see almost the best of Okunin to come.
1: That's a big difference, right? I mean, you're not thinking it, as much. he
3: I me nice, not even thinking. You know, he just you know, it's just more. Less less pressure, more, less running. I mean, yeah. You you look in a center field? It, it's kind of tough position to play because you cover both side of the yeah. bo- both side both side of them. And the right field, you have cover both sides, but you don't cover that much on right. one or the other side.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, it's
3: foul, foul territory. You just know when the ball is going to go foul, so you don't have to go all full out on it. So center field is a different 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 breeder of playing. I mean, it's a lot of. It's a lot of running and you know he can put you know it, 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 it put wear and tear on your body.
1: Yeah. Eric, Eric has pointed out several times what people don't think about center field is you got to cover back up left and right field. You're backing up both of those guys and yeah. you don't have to do that as a corner guy.
3: Yeah. I mean like I say he he will be much better in right field and we will get more out of him in right field than you playing in center field.
1: How good, how good of, a, I mean, that's probably an obvious question, but as a guy who did what you did in your career, 430-some home runs, uh, did what, I mean, runner-up MVP one year, probably should have won it, but uh, how good is Ronald Acuna as a hitter? When you watch him, what he can do as a hitter at such a young age?
3: I saw this kid since he was, what, 16, 17 years old. I was following him into the minor league, and, um, you know, I can see that, that different sound of, uh, you know, off of his bat. So right there, you know, the kid is special and he wants to get better. And, um, you know, I'm sure everybody want to get better when you go through the minor league and, and be that kid that, or be that man that you wanted to be, or chase your, chase your dream that you want to make it to the debate, make it to the big leagues, be a superstar or be a star and and stay in the big leagues for over 15, 20 years. Um, but he he had that that tools and um his hands are he's got tremendous hand. I think that made that got me more as what he can do or not.
1: Yeah. And and what about uh, uh what about Ozzy as a guy from Curacao to see this five foot six kid come up and do what he's done, <laughs> and there were a lot of skeptics that didn't think he was big enough to do how proud are you to see? what he's done in the major leagues. It gets overshadowed a lot because he plays with Acuna and Freddie Freeman, but on some teams he would be the superstar.
3: Well, I mean, he he's a big key that that team is where it is. I mean, he go out there and post every day. Yeah. Um, just like Freddie. He go out there, he play every day. Um that's leadership. You know, leadership is not all talking and and be on a st- top step and 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 yelling and 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 trying to pump the team up. Leadership is going out there and to get the job done and and do it consistency and I think that's what Freddie and and Ozzy do a lot. I mean, you can count that on. You can put you can put um um Swanson in there too. Swanson go out yep. there, he posts every day. So those those type of things are leadership. I mean, the whole infield, yeah. You know, the guys that go out there and 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 post every day, be ready to play, be ready to win, and um and 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 get the job yep. done. So that's why that those those guys does i mean you can see the whole infield i mean i'm i'm sure they all hit over 20 something homers um you know i'm sure that they all should have won a silver slugger um but um you know that's why leadership is go out there and and post every day and 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 get the job done
1: i think a lot of people forget because shipper was hurt a lot in the last half of his career with the knees and all that mm-hmm. but people forget that he and especially you played almost every day for a long time and i was looking at it you averaged 158 games played during that 10 year gold glove stretch mm-hmm. 158 and nowadays that's almost unheard of for an for alf- yeah. a center fielder to play 158 how important was that for you guys and for bobby you know to have guys that he could look to every day to play a, to just pencil in your name every day and start there
3: I, I think for Bobby, it was just good for him. I mean, he, he didn't have to go ask, you know, his center field or his third base to, are you yeah. okay to play today? Um, he knew when you get there, he's right in the lineup, and those two names will be in the lineup. So um, it, my part is I grew up, my dad told me a long time ago, hey, you, you made a decision to to be a professional baseball player. And you know what your job is. Your job is to go out there and play your position and help your team win. And I felt like if I was not out there, I cannot help my team win. So I, I went out there and, and, and go out there and, and play every day. And, you know, I was a leader out there. I, was a, I, I let all my outfields that I played with through my whole years, you know, I was trying to make them better and put them in the right position, what I saw, what I felt like this hitter was going to do, what the pitch is going to do, and put them in the right position to to make plays. So uh, I, I felt like if I didn't go out there, I was not helping my team.
4: Guys, let's take a quick break, and then we'll finish up the show. requires high-speed internet connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on Direct TV. Terms and restrictions apply.
1: Uh Eric had a question about that, but as far as uh placement and analytics.
4: Oh yeah. Well first I want to know, you know, everybody that I when I was in Atlanta would talk about how you'd almost be running before the ball was hit.
2: Mm-hmm. You
4: know, like you could just read, you know, the pitch location, the hit or swing, and you'd just be taken off. You know, that that was kind of what I always heard guys talk about. But also what kind of defensive numbers you think you'd be putting up if you had all the defensive positioning they have now?
3: Well, it's this position numbers now. I think it's, I, I look at it. I mean, I've been, I've been in spring training since 19, I mean, since 2016, and you know, all the papers they put out there and all the stuff. Um, it helped, but I think what what we're missing right now is instinct. And I think right. what I what what I use my whole career was instinct. And you know, I, I took the scouting report. I, I tried to learn the hitter. I tried to learn my pitchers, my bullpen pitchers. I trying to learn everybody. So I know what they're gonna do, what their game plan is. And back in the day when we had a meeting, it was the whole team together. We're gonna go right. we're gonna go about the team. We all together. Not the chip, not the 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 separated. Just the whole team: defense, hitting, pitching. The pitcher will know what the pitches the pitcher is going to be pitching to the hitters. So mm-hmm. we go in as a as a team together. And um, I, I I listen in. I know why my why my pitcher is going to do attack Barry Bonds. I know why my pitcher is going to attack Scott Rowland. You know, you name them. I know what the team why my pitcher is going to attack. So. Um, you know, go back. Sometimes Maddox used to come and say, what do you think about throwing this guy? I say, well, what do you think? he say, well, I, I don't know. I'm just asking you. I say, well, you throw whatever you want to throw, and I will be there. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you talk with your pitchers and, and trying to learn what they're trying to do with, with certain batters that they might have problems beating them in that position of the of the of the um of the field so i'm trying to learn and, and and move myself and use my instinct as what i see with my you know when you go into the scouting reports and stuff like that or the analytics stuff um they might give you the 100 percent of that guy but you don't know how fatigued he is you know right. mid-season you know he you know how good he feels coming out of spring training you know it's just a lot so it's good i'm not gonna say it's bad it's good but on the other hand we're losing the instinct of the game. And I think Got you. I think what what made me good enough to be you know playing center field for the Braves for those for so long is I used my instinct. And Bobby always told me in, in meetings, he said, Andrew, you do what you want to do. And <laughs> he gave me he gave me that 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 respect and I want I want him to make him proud by giving right. me that respect. So I I put my effort and my my mind into learning the hitter, learning my pitchers, and be ready to to be in the right position where I need to be.
1: That's what I was going to ask you, Andrew. If they could, if while analytics, nobody would argue that it's not great. I mean, especially infielders' position. A guy behind second base, we see guys hit line drives right to him. But it seems like, a, a, like you said, outfielders could come to rely on that too much and just not even worry about, like you did, focusing in on everything and then not take into account, like, fatigue or, like, how your pitcher, like, how Maddox mm-hmm. is pitching that day or how mm-hmm. he he might pitch this guy that's not in the, uh, it's not in that. When you look at that card that they look at, you might be talking to Maddox or he might signal to you that, hey, this is something different than what's on that card. So you got to be able to kind of adjust just what you were able to do. And play it instinctively with your pitchers and all that.
4: A lot of I mean, hitters too, you can, you can look at him and be like, all right, he's going to try to do damage here. You know, I don't care what the scouting report says, right. but you can mm-hmm. read that situation mm-hmm. you know, when a guy's going to try Boy, to do something
3: different. It's still, it still go as a pitcher. You can see how aggressive the hitter is. You know, if you're right. facing, if you facing somebody that, hey, you know, I got him, you know, it's fine if I go to this position, but you, you can see at that moment, he's trying to shoot you the other way. So yep. if you're going to try to shoot you the other way, I'm not going to keep throwing the ball away So if he right. can get an easy hit. So you have to, you know, mix match and, and, and trying to make him change his mind talk. So I think all the stuff is great, but I think the instinct have to be more consistent than it is. I mean, I think the great ones that out there playing baseball right now that are the superstar, I'm sure they're using the instinct more than than the others. So you
1: can't imagine seeing yourself pull a card out of your back pocket and look at uh, where to go. <laughs> <center>. <laughs> uh, we we
3: we're gonna have a lot of disagreement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how how how? Uh, obviously, it's not something you can teach any kid uh, to take the first step to actually. I mean, I, what Eric was talking about, I saw it, man, and I don't think
2: my eyes were deceiving. I saw
1: you start to take a step before the bat, the ball left the bat. Did you do that? Did you feel confident enough at times to do that?
3: Uh, I I trust my pitcher and I trust what the hitter is going to do. And, um, you know, sometimes you get burned. Sometimes you don't. But, um, you know, you just have to – you have to have to feel and, you know, use your instincts. I mean, like I keep saying instinct. It's just like what I see. It's just – I see it and I'm just going through it. And, um you know that's what I use a lot, and um, you know it pay off, and I end up winning ten go gloves go on the road. And you know I, I work really hard on all you know my defense every day. To be honest with you, I go out there, I shag every day, and you know I was sometimes I think if I didn't do it, you know maybe twice twice a week, put that much effort in it, would I play longer? Maybe, uh-huh. maybe not, but would it make me better? no you know I, and and it made me better to go out there and, and work at it every day and i did and you know i go uh-huh. out there and I, I worked in my outfield and then i end up playing infield and catching ground balls and throw to bobby trying to throw it through bobby <laughs> as so much as
2: uh,
3: those, so as well. you know it's it, you know the end around wearing things is going to come up from you know through all that and and injury is going to pop out and you know sometimes it 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 it, it messes with your head because you've never been in that situation before. And, you know, I think when I went to LA, um, you know, when I, when I got that first injury, I didn't know what to do. I, I never, I never, never play every day. So, right. you know, those things came out, you just don't know what to do. And, you know, it took me a year to bounce back from it. And, you know, after that year I had to make a decision. I didn't want to go back to LA and, you know, I asked for my release and, you know, I had to move on from there on. And since that point, I never had a chance to play every day. And, until um, I went to Japan mm-hmm. and I played every day for two years over there, but I never had a chance to play every day. I had to be that guy that come off the bench and, you know, talk with some of these young guys and, you know, give them some knowledge that I knew about, you know, me playing every day and, and, and trying to learn from somebody else that was not an everyday player. So, um, you know, I had to change a lot. So, you know, I end up doing all right that way. Um, not, the way that everybody thought that I was going to be ended up. But, um, you know, those things happen. And sometimes, you know, you got to learn from it and, um, you know, trying to pass along to to the newcomers.
1: Speaking of pass along to the newcomers, Christian Pache last year, he struggled like you never struggled. What do you tell a guy like him? And are you as confident in him now that he can make the adjustments as you ever have been? Can he hit enough to go Uh, with that great glove?
3: I, I I think I think he, he 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 will. I mean, it's all about giving him the opportunity and and let him. I think he got into the spot that um, you know they had to make a move because yeah, his defense was was not sharp that it, it was, and right. I think that's why they moved. If his defense was solid and he was saving runs um, right. for the team, um, I think I think they would have stuck with him and and stay there, And he was coming with some you know, neck, neck injuries like hamstrings and 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 groin and stuff. And it's tough. I mean, if you play center field, you you can be having those things. I mean, not that I never play with a bad sore hamstring here and there. I mean, I play more hurt than I play 100%. So (laughs) (laughs) um, you've got to know how to do these things. I mean, these are things that, you know, sometimes I want to have a chance just to talk with these kids a little bit, but Sometimes I feel like I don't want to be in their way too much because I don't want to hurt their feelings, to watch the things that I have to say, or I just don't want to mess up with their head because there's so many people telling a thousand things. So, yeah. um, you, know, it, you know, if they gave me an assignment and say, hey, I want you to take care of this kid, I'll be like, yes, I got him. And, they don't um, give you that assignment? Uh,
1: they don't say, go take care of this kid? I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, like, there's, they,
3: there's they should just, do that. <laughs> there's, there's, there's the assignments were like, just go look at them and see what you think. And, um, you know, it's not really a point, point assignment say, hey, go look at this kid. I, I need you to, you know, have him, have him under your wing. And, you well, know, I would I, 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 I <laughs> love to go do that. I would love to do that. And, and, and tell me. you know, I, I've been through that situation. I think in, yeah. in 98, I had a bad start the season, and I'm sure everybody was like, when are we going to send this guy down to the minor league? You know, and, um, you know, I I went out there and I played defense. I catch everything that was in my way. I was not going to let nobody take the position away from me. And, um, you know, sooner or later, everything flipped around and, you know, I end up hitting 34 homers. And. What about if I had a great start? I probably had forty home runs in, yeah. in my first few years of of, of, of pro, pro baseball. So, you don't know. You you have to make the team want you to stay there. And I think you know, injury like you had the groin. You know, you're playing center field. Right. You know, right. it, it's not going to work for you. So, uh-huh. you know, they had to make a decision to pull him down to the to the minor league. But when he went to the minor league, he did good. He was playing yeah, he did very a good, good. year at AAA. He, he was playing good down there, and so. It was tough to, to bring him up because we, you know, we had everything going the right way. Everything was rolling. You know, um, everybody was doing the right job. So it was tough to bring him back and trying to make a change to put him into the lineup. So I think going into the new season, um, I think he's going to have a chance to fight for the job back again, and um, we'll see w- where he end up. Well,
1: they, god forbid—I mean, they know a hell of a lot more than I do. But if I'm at spring training, I'm saying, Andrew, could you stay with? Pache like every day and talk to him. I don't think I would have a problem with that at all, man. If you were Pache,
3: well, I, well I, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know, I'm not going to be there every day, and yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's, he's got to do his own things. But you know, but, little knowledge that you get from players or guys that been there, yeah, um, it might click in your head, and that a different that, voice that, and that, that kind of thing. Yeah, that might click, might be that click that you need, and you know, and and it's a wrap, and everything been forgiving that's so uh, true
1: michael harris i saw the kid play last year a few games at spring training when i was down there and he really did impress me and he kind of stands out on the field even if he was 20 years old last year or 19 i think before his birthday mm-hmm. in spring training um to me
3: just looking at him this kid's got everything as far as physical
1: tools confidence kind
3: of swagger i have i haven't seen i haven't seen him play about here. A lot of stuff of him. I coach him in the, in the future game in, um, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he did not get a hit, but I, I, I saw what everybody's saw. Um, uh, Chipper told me he's a very legit. He's like a, a left-handed Kuna. So that say a lot. That yeah. means yeah. He, <laughs> got, he, he, yeah. he got, he got, he got great hands. So, uh, I'm looking forward for it. And, um, I mean, I'm sure he's probably a year and a half away from, from being part of the part, part, part of the big organization, so um, you never know. Things might things might click, and you might you might just be that that year that everything is gonna click right with him, and you might get the opportunity. So um, we never know. I think they're gonna kind of take him slow with him. I think they're taking it slow, and um, they should. And you know, because we don't want to bring the kids too fast up, and then they yeah. hit that wall, and then. They don't know how to struggle or they never struggle through the minor league. Yeah. And my my mindset is, you know, I want everybody to graduate.
2: Graduate yeah.
3: league. You know, you graduate yeah. A-ball, you graduate double A, you graduate A, and then other are now. Welcome to the big leagues and let's make it happen here too. So um, you know, some kids you can push, some kids you can't. So you just gotta let them graduate.
1: Um, with that in mind, do you think it would be good for them to to sign one of the free agents that they had last year, Rosario, Soler, and Jack Peterson, or maybe want somebody to play center field because I mean, if you, unless you have Duvall play it, I don't know what you're going to do unless
3: Acuna. Uh, you know, you uh, don't want uh, him there. It it it's, it's, some tough, top, it? It, it's a tough decision. I mean, Ponte you know, needs to step I, up. I, <laughs> I, I i i like i like the ad that we did, and you know i like i like Soler a lot. He's bringing yeah. a tremendous power from the right side, Beast, um, he? and and don't you know? I mean, he he's. I have seen before, but he, he you know, he, he impressed me a lot, you know, seeing him um, live, yeah. how big he is, how patient he is, and, you know, he made contact. So, um, I would like to have him, um, but if we don't get Freddie back, I, we need some left-handed hitters in the lineup. Yeah. So, you know, Rosario will be, you know, a key part of that, um, you know, to be back. Um, I don't know about Jack Pearson, um, but you know, it will be, it'd be interesting to see what we're going to do. Um, yeah. You know, we, we, we need to get this, this, this lockdown over. first yeah. and, and to yeah. doing a
1: lot of stuff in a hurry. Once <laughs> it's
3: over. And, 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 and move forward to, to, to get this free free agency uh, sign and, and get, get down to spring training.
1: I wanted to come back, circle back around to you because we really kind of have it. We hit a little bit on it, but, I, I had I had a question. You debuted at nineteen in ninety six. You went three for four, two homers, five RBIs in Game One of the World Series that year, Yankee Stadium. From ninety eight, which was your second full season, the first season in which you had at least five hundred plate appearances, from mm-hmm. ninety eight through two thousand seven, perfect ten year span, you averaged thirty doubles, three triples, thirty four home runs, hundred and three RBIs, and one hundred and fifty eight games played. Mm-hmm. He had 345 homers, 1,034 RBIs in that 10-year span. And for today's listeners and, and viewers, a number that jumps out, 57.4 B war in that 10-year span while winning 10 consecutive gold gloves. My question: do you think if you had, had had done that that the same 10 years in your ages 23 to 32 seasons instead of 21 to 30? fewer voters might cite that drop off age of 30 as a reason not to vote you in the hall of fame i really think some don't look at it closely because they just see you dropped off at age 30 and they don't take into account that you debuted at 19 and you were in a lineup every day at 21 Uh, (laughs) whereas most guys do it at 23 24
3: you know it's one of those unlucky lucky kind of things yeah (laughs) but um you know i Ten years is a like, long time, like, though. Like, to do like, it, like 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 a, like we talked before, you know, it, it's it's a lot. You know, you learn as you go. Um, you know, it's a lot of stuff that you say. You know, if if I didn't do that, would I be playing more longer or whatever? So yeah, uh, right. I don't think about those things. I think about that moment, that year. I, I want to go out there and win and and help my team win. And you know, whatever happened after that, it's you know, injuries come. Who cares? But all I want to do is help my team win. And you know, my main thing is all my play, all my team teammates that I play with. They know how hard I went out there and play behind them. And you know, if I if I end up making it to the Hall of Fame, um, it will be it will be an honor. I will probably be speechless. I don't know <laughs> what to say. Uh, probably will be two minutes of a speech, maybe. <laughs> But um, you know, if it didn't if it didn't happen, it's a lot of guys that play this game um, that put great numbers did not make it. So um, you know, it, it, it will be it will be it will be hard. But um, you know, we just move on and 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 you know, keep living life. I mean, I'm sure everybody is fighting out there, and a lot of people put in a lot of you know stuff. Out there for me to be, be in the Hall of Fame and appreciate all the you know all the love. But um, at the end of the day, you know the voters gotta recognize it and 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 vote you in. So um, you know, like I say, if it happened, it happened. If it don't, you know, we just have to keep moving and 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 hopefully you get to that part that your peers will you know get yeah. you in. And, yeah. and and I I think it's a good it's a good thing. But at the end of, at the end of the day and. You know, we talk with, you know, I talk with a lot of people and they, you know, I have one, you know, I give him. I ask one question and I say, why let him walk away to the last year to get into the Hall of Fame? When, right. when he get in there, everybody say he was one of the greatest right. right fielders that ever played the game. So why he have to wait 10 years to get into the Hall of Fame when you all you guys know how good this guy is yeah. the whole time. <laughs> you know, the whole time. So I just I just don't get it. And I think it's it's a kind of political a, a little bit. So um we just have to live with it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, come it's come around. Both of you guys I think are benefiting from more knowledge of analytics and that much and how much defense, how valuable it was. And then people look deeper into Larry Walker's numbers you know, and realize that his numbers on the road were incredible. I mean, he was mm-hmm, one of the best mm-hmm. five all around players I ever saw when he was I mean, I oh, mean, amazing.
3: I, I just don't understand. I mean, why, why, you know, you, you put the number out when you put the numbers out, he's like, numbers are, you know, Tony Gwynn been so consistent and, and his numbers are way better than Tony Gwynn. You know, the only thing he's right. better, Tony Gwynn is better is, you know, he, average, he, average. That's it. You know, uh, and now nowadays, average don't even count for these. Right for these people, You know, right. you, you, you can hit two hundred and have forty home runs. You're gonna yeah. be fine. Yeah. yeah. So so um, it's it, it, it's a lot. So um, like I say, if it happened, it happened. If it don't, you know, you know, hopefully my peers will 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 um, recognize me and I, I make it one day.
1: Well, you got to be encouraged by the last few years because your numbers have really gone up and gone like past. What Fred McGriff to me is like, I I just can't believe that Fred McGriff was spent that much time on the ballot, never got in. I think he's a lock when the Veterans Committee meets this year. He better. Be. I
3: I I hope so. I I pray to God he, he does. I mean, I love Fred McGriff so much, and I know what kind of player he is and what he brings to the table. I mean, you know. Nobody can tell me what Fred McGriff did not do, you know, through his career that is better than guys that is in the Hall of Fame right now. Um, you know. Yeah. Even co- considering the guys that just went in these last yeah. ten years. Um, you know, at first base position. Nothing nothing against Bagwell. Um, right. Bagwell was a, a great, great, um, great hitter. But I don't think he was better first baseman than than, than Fred McGriff.
1: Yeah. Hard of the order hitter on championship teams. Played yes. first base all the way to like age 39. Yes. I mean, he didn't even move to DH until very, yes. very end. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't get it. Got the numbers across the board. Average, OBP, slug, and homer, everything. Don't get it. Never a sniff of any improprieties or anything. Nope. So Oh.
3: Nope.
1: Uh and so, Murph uh, Murph, you can say his career was cut was short. Okay, I can see that. But for that five or six years, Murph was arguably him and DeMike Schmidt were the best players in the National League. So you can make a strong yeah. case for him too.
3: Yeah. But
1: I think McGriff and you, I think, will get in. I think you'll get in without in another three years without the Veterans Committee, but I'm sure you're a lock if you don't get in with the vote. I think you'll get voted in. But I just I to look at that 10-year. When I hear people say you dropped off at age 30, I'm like, yeah, but he didn't start at age 23 like a lot of these guys. He started at age 19 or 20, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. how much did – you're, the way you played, like you talked about this, all those catches you made, because you were famous for that catch coming in, diving. Yeah. That had to beat the hell out of your shoulders, diving and catching that ball like that all the time.
3: Well, I I feel that these last few years that I retired, <laughs> yeah, sleep, sleeping on the shoulders, not fun. You're I bad. wake up. I I wake up. I'm like, oh my god, come on! <laughs> I need to. I, I need I need. I to get it ready so I can go play golf. So yeah, um, <laughs> you know, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of wear and tear. And you know, I. I you know, those two little things are trying to pass to to these kids. I mean, you know, still in base. I mean, you know, every time we still base, you go ahead first. You're putting wear and tear on your lower yeah. b- body, your shoulder. As as much you work out, as much you do stuff. It's gonna be wearing and in there. Yeah. And, um, and if you do it for so long, and you you can see Rick Anderson, he's just a freak. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, you're gonna have one freak yeah. out of a hundred people, out a thousand people that yeah. is just gonna do it forever. And Rick Anderson did it for a long time. And you know, he was one of my favorite players, yeah. and I love the way he stole bases and he go head first, and I think that made me start stealing base and go out head first all the time. <laughs> and, you know, you got coaching in the mind. He's like, no, 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 yeah, slide, slide. It. And I was like, I can't do anything else. I'm, this is my idol. I like him. He's going head first. I need to do it. So, so um, you know, it's just one of those things. But, um, yeah, it's a lot of wear and tear when you do that. I mean, you I, know, we we can go back and a lot of stuff that everybody did in their career. they be like, man, I wish I could have did it that different. I wish I could have did that di- different. Well, if we didn't do it, we didn't learn from it. So, you know, it's a learning process and you know, best thing we can do now is just, you know, encourage other other kids, young kids to do it the right way and and or take care of the body, you know, better.
1: I bet most players today have no idea what that was like, how hard that was to do those diving catches on that turf in Montreal, the vet, mm. Cincinnati, these places that had Artificial turf, like Montreal, y'all, yep. was I saw it one time. They had a tractor pull or a motocross race the week uh, or the day after you guys left. So I saw them ripping up the turf, right? To put down the dirt. It's just carpet it was, on it, cement. It was literally carpet <laughs> on cement.
4: Yeah.
3: It, it was this much. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Because we, we can see the gap, and sometimes you go in the gap and trying to pick it up, and, and it's really this much, and it's concrete. So um, you know, it's just the things. I mean, be honestly, I felt fast on that turf, Be honest, yeah. That's the only thing I, I, right. I re, I really like it. I felt like I, you know, if I had a ground ball, I'm gonna be safe at first base. So, um, you know, I, I, I like it. But for those guys that, you know, the Guerrero, the Dawson you know, the Tim Reigns, all those guys that play for the longest there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's a beat on their body. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure right now they're paying for it. Oh, so, yeah. So, um, Andre,
1: Andre Dawson's had one knee replacement. <laughs> he's going <have> to have to <laughs> have the other one.
3: Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 it's those things. So, um, it, you know, it, it's the game. You know, it's a game that you love. You, 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 you know, you get him paid for it. And you you go out there and, and get the job done. and. You know, and at the end of the day, you're going to pay a price for it. And I think for all those guys that made the Hall of Fame, you know, I'm sure the whole family proud of them because, you know, all the de- dedication time they put in into the game to 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 away from the family and, and, and their family support them to to get the accomplished done is, is is one of the best thing for a baseball player in their career.
1: Did you – uh did, I know you had uh, – your highlight reel is like minutes and minutes, 10 to 20 minutes long, but do you remember the catch you made in Montreal when Tom Glavin was pitching in the gap,
2: in mm-hmm. uh, left-center
1: gap? Does that, yeah. one, does that one stand out? I mean, you come out of the picture, out of the TV picture. You were not in the picture, and you came streaking over. Do you look back at that and go, I was pretty fast back then? <laughs>
3: um. <laughs> Fast was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, no, I mean yes. I mean you see. The, I mean it's so many. I mean there's so many yeah. dives and saving runs here and there that you know I can go back and think about and be like, oh, that was a great play. And you know, it's and uh, you know, I, I I went to a golf tournament that um, Marlon uh, Marlon Anderson hosted in Alabama, and I felt like I I, I took at least but 20 RBIs away from him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> playing against him. And he reminded me that all the time. So um you go back and, and, and look at plays that I'm making, you know, in Philadelphia, you know, yeah, I, I think the one in Philadelphia was, it was more tough because I was playing the other way. And, you know, even the one in in, in uh, Montreal was playing the other way too. Yeah. Um, but I was shade a little bit over because he, 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 he Glavin fall behind in the count and, you know, I know that he was trying to drive the ball. So, uh, yeah, I was preparing myself to go that way, be honest with you. What's yeah. your favorite play you ever made? Uh, wow. I don't know. I mean, it's so many. I mean, you can go back to the Spider-Man catches and uh, <laughs> yeah. ro- ro- robbing homers. Um, I mean, it, it, it's so many. I mean, it's just – this. That, that was my excitement of the game, go out there and, and – Make and, a play. And make a play and make the guys – you know, uh, I, I remember Brad Boone facing Maddox. He really hit a land drive over Maddox's head, and Maddox almost caught the ball, and I'm diving in and I'm diving in and catch the ball. And I can see he's <laughs> frustrating before he get on first base. <laughs> slamming, slamming down. Um, so, you know, it, it's just – it's just those things I excited that, that I, I did. I mean, I, I, I love it. I mean, I love playing defense. I think, you know, it pay off and, you know, end up seeing getting gold glove, um, make, you know, make it what it is, but I love playing defense and be honest with you, I just like to make guys turn around and, 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 yeah. and, and, it's and be a good you, feeling. you know, MF <laughs> M- 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 you back to the dugout. So, and you know, the, the, the thing is just, you know, trying to help the team win. I mean, all all I did is go out there and, and, and trying to help my team win in any way. And, you know, I think in ninety eight, um, you know, I saw that and and I and I and I kept it. I kept it to myself. I mean, I have made mistakes and um, you know, lost focus before here and there, but um, you know, I, I really focus on on my defense because I thought if I don't go out there, I can't my team is not gonna win.
1: How how Andrew, how, did, how good is that – how badass does that feel when you can play so much sh- more shallow than other center fielders and just dare people to hit it over your head and you know you can go get it? Did you well, feel
3: good being that close <laughs> to the infield? be honest with you, the thing is, though, I you know, if I, I look back and I'd be like, everybody thought I was playing in. It's just like because I was coming in too quick. Um, I was probably playing maybe, maybe five to ten steps – from a regular um where somebody will play, right. but I just was moving be ten, between that regular spot to that ten spot depends who the hitter is. Right.
0: Right. And
3: um I just play around and move on the side to side and and and, and use my instincts if I'm there on
1: at any point in your career did you just consciously decide you know you were going to start trying to hit more home runs and not worry as much about batting average because I, I look back at it and people forget <laughs> you hit over 274 times in the first 6 years of your career and uh, in your tenure of that 10 year stretch and you hit 303 one year 2000 366 mm-hmm. obp
3: mm-hmm.
1: but you obviously hit for a lot more power later and you had the 51 that one year i think it was uh
3: well i i i, I felt like I don't know. I was just getting a little more stronger, and um, I felt like my team needed more driving runs than anything because we didn't have that many right. many guys that was going to do it. You know, I think that fifty one, that forty one. We l- look back, we had a bunch of young guys coming up. You know, yeah. the, the McCann, the Francoeur, the Kelly Johnson, the you know, the the um, you know, you name it, We were, you know, Langerhans. We had it was a bunch of young guys, yeah. and we needed we needed more the baby power, Braves. Right? Yeah. You know, I, I I felt like if I can play center field and build a little more power to the to the to the team or to the lineup, um, you know, it, it can be better. So, um, you know, I I that fifty-one home run was like it was like a freak freak yeah. year. To be honest with you, I, um, you know, ninety-four I had a bad year. I didn't like the way my year went, and um, you know, I think I only hit like twenty-something homers. I think. And I went and I just got dumbbell in a batting cage in my house. And right when the season, I mean, actually going into the playoff that year, I'll start tweaking my stance a little bit and, and you know, go down there, hit up the machine and just start to tweak it. And uh, when the season, when we lost that playoff game against, I think, 94, we lost against Astros, I think. I end up safe bet good. To say the Astros Huh? <laughs> safe bet Astros.
1: It was a lot of years. You yeah. That.
3: When we played, I think it was Astros, but I ended up playing really good that, that series. And, um, you know, I, 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 start tweaking a little bit and then I went into the off season and I was like, I'm going to change my batting stance. I'm going to white out a little bit, get more balance and, uh-huh. and, 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 and start using more hands than, in and, and in my lower body. And, um, I work on it, TP, Came over, we work on stuff. Um, you know, you name all those baby Braves, McCann, Jeff, uh, DeRosa, they all used to come to my house and hit, hit, hit in the batting cage. And we work every day. And, um, you know, going to spin training, um, you know, I carry on to spin training and spin training was going good. I ended up with hitting 12 home runs in spin training, I think, something like that. Yeah. And starting in April, I had one homers, and I was like, "What the hell going on?" That's <laughs> baseball. <laughs> and everybody, everybody was like, "What happened with these opposite field home runs you hit in spring training and all this stuff?" So, um you know, it it, it 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 was crazy. But I think right after April, I think everything clicked on, and I think I hit like seven home runs in May, and I think I hit fourteen or sixteen in 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 June. Um, so. Everything started clicking, and um, you know I was kind of start sitting on pitches, and when they throw it, I did not miss it. So um, it was it was one of those freak years.
1: It's hard to win an MVP back then, man. You had Pulis, you had D. Lee had the year of his life that year.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, it, it it was tough. I mean, I'm proud that I, I won. You know, the Hank Aaron Award. Um, it was right. it was one of those awards that. I think just started, you know. Yeah. Three years before that, um, you know, you know, f- flying, flying with him on the same plane to go get the award was awesome, man. Oh, and all thank you. Oh, that had to be. All, yeah. all, 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 all we talk about was just, you know, life. You no, know, even talk about baseball. It was just life stuff that we talk about, and it was just awesome to talk. About. And you know, when he passed, I was very very emotional about that and you know just remember the stuff that he you know we talked before and 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 all the stuff and so it was tough but um you know i think i could have still won the mvp that year um i think they did Bulls did had a great year by the way too um but they um I, I didn't have nobody in the lineup. Chipper was hurt the whole year that year, so um, I had I had a lot of kids <laughs> that I, that was trying to back me up. La Roche, uh, yeah, McCann, you know, Franchi, all these guys. I mean, we had a great year. I mean, you know, I couldn't do it without those guys who were who were there. So, um, you know, it happened. It happened. You know, I didn't want it, but I was I was very pleased with you know getting the Hank Aaron Award.
1: Well, now that you told that story, I think if you had to choose one or the other, I mean, everybody, he wants to MVP forever. Cause you can say you were MVP, yeah. but to win the Hank Aaron award and be able to fly down with him, that's probably an experience you'll never forget. I mean, you got to appreciate I, I, that.
3: I, 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 I will never forget. So, you know, I, I trade that for, for the, for, yeah. for the MVP award. With him gone. With. Yeah. You got, yeah. you can
1: always remember that.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, um, uh, so I, I yeah, you're you're ready to get down there and see some baseball, I'm sure, and help some guys out and do whatever you can do, huh? Get the same. Well, started. I mean,
3: I, I think, you know, the la I missed the last two years because with the COVID and stuff like that. Right. So um, you know, I'm 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 ready, I'm excited. I mean, I, I love to go swim training. I mean it's always see everybody together and you know, the laugh, the you know, the jokes, <laughs> the stories. I think that's what you know, you can ask any baseball player That play the game that no longer play it or still play it, they will tell you what they look for for spring training. So see everybody back, and you know the stories that happened in off season or the stories that happened the year before. Um, So just get back and get the laugh going, and and then start business.
1: Are you like Eric and miss the camaraderie more than anything about baseball, just being with the guys every day?
3: I that, be honest, like I said, I I think I miss that. I miss the, the the get together with everybody, and 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 and. You know, and talk the trash talk, the yeah. the, the, the 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 talks about anything else that we can talk about. So I think that's why I miss. You know, just get together with the, with with your, with your teammates.
1: Hey, what did the young guys used to think when they come in to minor leaguers and you were always every year you had your locker put on the minor league side while Chipper and all them were on the <laughs> other side of that? What did the minor leaguers come in and say? What the hell is Andrew Jones over here for?
3: <laughs> I don't I don't know. Be honest, with you want me to tell you a true story? <laughs> I told everybody if you want to make the team don't sit on my left side. <laughs> <laughs> if you sit if you sit, on a, if you sit on my left side, you're not going to make the team. Your chance of going down is in 2 weeks. <laughs> so everybody just like they look at me funny, right? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not lying. I'm serious. <laughs> they're like, oh, okay, whatever. The guys are having great spin training. Great spin training. Go on. Possibility make the team. <laughs> Inj- injuries? No chance. I mean, I think they did that for purpose because I was always in the back right there, like you say, and it was like my locker room and everybody going back. And whatever person they went from there on, I told him. I said, "You better go tell him to change the locker. Room. <laughs> if you want to make this team go, change the locker." I'm telling you. So that that's that was funny, that, that, that. That's a that's a funny story. But um, yeah, it's it's it it's, it actually it's really true. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's true story. That's
1: great. Well, you saw all the all the guys coming up over there. You got the you got to the, see them every day during spring training.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. It, you know, you see the grind that it and you see them grow up and um, and and you know the very next year they come back and and, and get the job done and, and end up making the team. So, um, you know, it's just little little things you tell you know people that just want to drive them and 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 and, and make them work harder to 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 be there. So yeah, um, you know, you know the speech that Bobby speech every year in training yeah. and go as. You know, guys. Hey, you know, everybody got chance to make this team. Um, you know, you go out there and you work hard. We're gonna look at you. You, you know, not not all the position is it's a lock position. So, um, you know, and you know, the other speech that you always say is, "Hey, let's go win another title. Uh, let's go get more series again." And um, you know, a lot of teams don't don't get chance to say that much because they know where they're gonna end up to. You know, but, you know, for going to spring training every year and Mm -hmm. knowing you're going to be in the playoff is special. Yeah.
1: Do you wish you had a chance to work out spring training where they do now? Because that place is nice. Oh, man, I –
3: I'm jealous in a lot of ways to a <laughs> lot of, a lot of things. I wish, we, I wish I played at, 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 at Truist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. wish I had the swim training that those guys have in now. I mean, the facility is awesome. The workout facility, the whole area is awesome. I mean, I just was down there, um, you know, last week um, there was, the trophy was down there and we went down there and me and Snicker and, and Skip Chip went down there and signed autog- autograph for the fans that, was wide open and they had to pay for nothing. They just walk in and and, uh-huh. and 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 take a picture with a trophy and and, and, and get some autograph. So it, it's growing. It's growing. Since the last time I was down there it's growing and um they they building they're building places for people to live. So um but I'm no Disney traffic gonna, we're not gonna get Disney traffic. I mean <laughs> Yeah that's nice. Disney <laughs> this, this was good for uh Three years, be honest with you. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. The first three years, of Disney was fun. You know, you in Disney World, you can go do a lot of stuff with Disney. You have kids, they would love yeah. to go to that. But after that, it was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough. It, 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 it's enough. Man. The trap is ridiculous. People don't know how to drive. Yeah. It's just, crazy. It's crazy. So, um, you know, um, now you're at the beach down there in Northport. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm. 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 I'm looking forward for for a new season, and I think. I think the front office is gonna do the job, the right job to to put a good team together to to trying to go for a back to back year. Yeah, Alex
1: has done nothing so far to doubt him.
3: No, I mean a lot of people question when he's yeah. when he when he went out there and and, and get. Six outfielders. Yeah, <laughs> um, Do what he was you doing. Know, then you, know, you lose so Solaire in the NLCS. Yeah, yeah so you know, you know what he was doing. So, um, you know, I'm proud of the front office. I mean, they did a good job to 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 make the team a winning. All
1: right, man. Eric, you got anything else? Oh,
4: I just want to know how you hit a broken bat home run to center field.
3: <laughs> oh, wow! You know what? <laughs> Old Hickory, when they came out, I swear to God, they would sound like aluminum. They was so hard, like it was crazy. And, you know, not a lot of people was using them because it was a new company. We're just trying to come out. And, and, um, you know, I was like, man, this pad sounds good. It sounds clean when you hit it. It sounds good. So that guy that was pitching, I actually own him. So much that whatever I do, I'm gonna hit a home run off me. So <laughs>
2: he knew um, it too. <laughs>
3: he he knew he knew that I was probably gonna take him deep, but I didn't know I was gonna broke the bat. On, you know, that's when you know somebody owns you, and <laughs> they he, still take you yeah, deep when you break yeah, your with bat. the bat. <laughs> and, and and you know, uh, I had so many good years, with you know, against Philly, I mean, Philly was you know it's tough playing against them. The fans are so crazy over there. So. You know for you know to go out there and, and and beat them all the time is fun
1: all right andrew well listen man we really appreciate you giving us all this time yeah and, uh, um,
3: and no problem we man. See you. thank you
1: hopefully we'll we see you down in northport real soon yes sir can't wait all right 755 is real we appreciate it thanks guys mm-hmm.